young. Black. Opinionated. Y'all ready? Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. As always, I am Reese Berry. That's R E S E B E R R A. Four lies. That's unacceptable. Not on my watch. The hypo situ, you should just give it a chance. Like, alright, guys. Time for my night. episode 77 of young black and opinionated how y'all doing today i am very 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 well how are you lassie i'm doing good 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 so episode 77 we are we have a great show for you all so welcome to the experience doom, doom, doom. Oh. it sounds like we need that doom, 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 doom. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the experience young black and opinionated. So put that under there this right here is a penny dropper. Whoa. No. Lassie. <laughs> um, yes, ma'am. How was your birthday? Tell the people. Hey, yeah. Oh, yeah. I miss you in action on Tuesday. It's been a while. I know. He was in there. He was like, hey, fuck it up, fuck it up, man. Bye. Um, I went to dinner with family and friends. Um, unfortunately, you know, we all couldn't miss the radio show because... I don't want people to be like, dang, she ain't invite Reese and No, we all can't miss the radio they show. They need us. <laughs> um... But um, my mom was in town, so I got to see her. Um, so it was my boyfriend and his friends and his family. And we went to Olive Garden. Shout out to Mwanje. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> see, baby, everybody God bless. <laughs> God bless. Right. Shout out to that. Shout, let me rephrase that. Shout out to Mwanje's Christmas gift. Let me put it that God, way. God be blessing. <laughs> and then, yeah, just had cake and then, you know, work life. So, you know. So what'd you do with my Christmas gift? Do <laughs> <laughs> what y'all do. What'd you give her? A robot. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> my nigga said a robot. Hello. Yeah, what kind of robot? Did it do thing? It was one from Shark Tank. Anyway. Is it a purple monster? Why is it purple? I, mean, it, I don't know. I'm asking. I'm, I'm trying to dig deeper here. Generally. But you said purple. What, where's purple coming from? <laughs> I don't know. What'd you get? Look at her face. You will have a robot that you get. Moving along. I can't get, I can't know the answer. The people on the can't know the answer what you got for Christmas. All right. That's not. The robot hit so, you the one that wink and not the one that stink. Just <laughs> okay. I don't know what that means, but okay. Y'all tell me what that means. Anyway. No idea. You know was, what it means. I thought I was nasty. Anybody being nasty. You mm. started this barbecue shit. Anyway. Barbecue. It's barbecue shit. Anyway, I had an amazing day. Um, you had the monster too? No, I just had an amazing day. Um, I see my grandma today. She had me cracking and laughing. You're an idiot. Yeah, shout out to Grams. Um, I came to the car. She was like, she looked out. Because my mom said she was fussing today. I came to the car. She looked at me. She said, Pammy? I said, oh, Jesus. That's my mom. I'm like, nah. We was laughing. So she, who did your hair? You know, old people. I'm like, yeah. Oh, so I'm like African. The Africans did my hair. She's like, oh, okay. So then my cousin started talking about something about getting a haircut or something. So then she's like, oh, African man did your hair? And I'm like, I, I, I didn't 
Say that. Say that. Say that. <laughs> <laughs> you little so, over there. So my mom was just over there laughing. It was just funny just to see everybody. And she's a character. She really is. So it made me think of the old days when we was kids and we used to be over there and she used to just be going off and cussing up a storm. But <laughs> let me see a little that, that vibranium streak you got in your hair back there. Let me see. That yeah. one right here. Talking about my color. Yeah. Yeah. It's vibranium. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah, so that was my day. Moanda, how was your day? How was your sister's graduation party? It was great. Um, I had a great time. I was up like oh man. She graduated like from high school. O'clock. Yep. Aww. Like four this morning. She said, and my um the rough time. She got into the real world. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, man. So <laughs> it was fun. A lot of family. A lot of family. Me too. <laughs> a lot of family was there. Aww. Um if you check my Insta story, you'll see um, some of the pictures we took. Oh, only it's actually just one, but um, there's multiple. Who said? <laughs> what, Y'all see how I, niggas lie. It's one that I it's one that I posted, but it is multiple pictures. I don't even that see your Insta story. Um, Hilarious. Oh, it should be up there. And um, yeah, it was fun. I had a good time. Last year, the cake. Um, yeah. Had cake. We had uh, not his picture. What picture? Somebody else. Oh, don't talk about my family. <laughs> right. Who's that? Let me see. Oh, like, who put that on her head? When she, when she the people again? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you yeah, beat that out last time, huh? You could blur it out. Can't you put a little white bill sticker right there? No. Bounce. Mm, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was a great time. <laughs> just go, boom, boom. I'm finna just have to go to your page. Just to be petty, I'm gonna make it go away. Oh, I didn't mean to do that. Bye. <laughs> uh, I just yeah. it was hard to play. Shit. Uh, oh, what episode was it? Seventy-seven. Yeah. Seventy-seven. Episode seventy-seven is always I am Reese Berry. That's R E E S E B E R A. Four Y's is Twitter, Tumblr, Snapchat, and Instagram. I'm Lassie at Lola Baby, B-A-Y-B-E-E on Snapchat, and LaCreme Lola on Instagram and Twitter. Uh-oh. It's your boy Mwanje. That's M-W-A-N-J-E. You can follow me on all social media platforms. Um, it's once again M-W-A-N-J-E. You got a leopard. So, yeah. Yeah, that's just part of it. That wasn't right. even everybody in the picture. I bet. So, yeah. I was just talking about that. It was like it's a lot of us. A lot of us here. So, um, yeah. As always, our website is ybopodcastmke.com. You can find all information about us there as well as our merch. Lassie, you want to tell them about where they can find the pod? You can find the pod on iTunes, where you're probably listening right now. I'm just kidding. iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher, and on our YouTube channel. Oh, and Spreaker. 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 Y'all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but you can find us on all those platforms. Do not forget to subscribe, rate, and review on our iTunes um, and our Facebook page, Young, Black, and Opinionated. You can leave us rating and reviews on our Facebook page. Holler at a player. Wani, you want to tell them about the River West Razio? Actually, I don't. I was kidding. It's your boy, I just about to do my intro again, but uh, it's a radio station um, every mm-hmm. Tuesday from 8 to 9. Uh, you can check us on uh, River West Radio uh, 104.1. Or www.riverwestradio.com. Check us out. Um, great content, great show. Um, we did an impromptu. Um, last episode, we did an impromptu, uh, uh, I guess, live video on Facebook. Oh. On Facebook. Took some questions from the people on, on oh, the nice. air. So we talked that was about, great. Um, we did it because we didn't really, uh, we didn't get to listen to Pusha T's uh, response, response back yeah. to Drake, but we'll talk about that later. We'll so let's, later. let's add that in there later. So yeah. Um, Milwaukee News. Anything else before we jump into the to the pamphlet here? Anything else? No. My knees hurt. Jump on in. What well, Milwaukee News? Um, I seen a post online. Uh, the Bucks. Uh, it's crazy how quick this is coming around. The new stadium. I heard them talking about tearing down the old one, which kind of made me sad because I didn't get to go back. Um, <laughs> since uh the the previous year to a game to kind of walk around and I guess see the last days of it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, new stadium. They're looking to hire twelve hundred people. 
um, to be filled at the arena. So it looks like 600 are going to be for like the Bucks um, Stadium itself. And then uh, there's like another restaurant, uh, Levy restaurants are going to manage the other 600. So um, they're going to host a job here, uh, them being the Milwaukee Bucks, on June 20th from 1 p.m. to 7 p.m. at the Wisconsin Center District. Mm. Like I said, they're going to fill about uh, 600 jobs. Um, those jobs include in- ushers, customer service reps, ticket takers, retail staff, and security um, they're all part-time jobs, and they start at twelve fifty an hour. So if you need a little part-time gig, go ahead and get in there. You can get I'm, your free game. Dang, they're finna be there. Um, so yeah, those who want to attend the job fair, though, you must uh, register by uh, June thirteenth, and mm. you can do that at bucks.com backslash careers. Um, and then they have a link here too for the Levy Restaurants jobs as well too. Um, so we'll probably share it on our Instagram page and on Facebook too. So that, like I say, anybody in the Milwaukee area, you're looking for um, a little part-time gig, I might try to give me some too free games. Um, <laughs> right. right. Okay. So, in yeah. in the same vein. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was gonna say that's interesting. Um, you said they gonna they want to. I've been wondering what they was gonna do with the old one. You said they want to close down the BMO. They're gonna tear it down. Oh, tear down the BMO. Yeah, they're gonna knock that thing down. Now it's gonna be empty space right there. You know what's interesting? Before you start, my watch, it's just crazy because like I was asking my mom, and she when she told me before, like I did a research for myself a while ago. I'm like, how long has this arena been around? Because usually you'll see arenas, I guess in a smaller market like this, been around for a long time. Because mm-hmm. you see all the newer ones everywhere else. And she's like, it wasn't. It came in when your my brother was born, and he's born in '88. She's like the late '80s. I'm like, really? So it's only been up for like 30 years. And it seems like a long time, but to me it doesn't. I'm like, mm-hmm. that's interesting. So I would think, I guess I would have thought back then they would have made it bigger, but you would know we're a small market team. So hopefully, like I said, this bring we talked about in the past, this brings more people um, like Kevin Hart and everybody else to come to the city. So sad to see it go, but new beginnings. Amen. Yeah, so in the same vein, um, I'm talking about the uh, new arena. Ticket holders, season ticket holders actually got an opportunity to take a look inside the arena. And I think, uh, shout out to Camille, I think Camille, for her yeah. birthday, I think she she was able to actually take a look at it here, so she could. Um, she definitely could have some insight. Uh, but um, yeah, so it's a new arena. Um, it it will, it costs five hundred twenty four million dollars. Uh, oh, they said the tickets. I was gonna say. No, 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 um, six thousand upstairs, uh, and then ten thousand downstairs. Or so, actually, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's right. No, so sixteen hundred seats. Um, so yeah, it's mm. ten thousand is downstairs, and six thousand is upstairs, opposite of the um Bradley Center. Um, so instead of what you actually it? walking up, huh? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I actually. Uh, instead of actually walking up, you actually got to go down to your seat. So I think which is dope because if you ever been in the Bradley Center, um, yeah, walking up, to, yeah, yeah, one little false move and yeah, especially upstairs what in the nose. Like the girl in the hill. <laughs> uh, what happened? Bambi. Bambi. Bambi in her hill. She said, "Trying to be cute, okay?" And then you so I, think I thought you said we had front rows. Just slap that wall and sit down. Uh, so they uh, currently it. have sold over eight thousand two hundred full season tickets um, for next season. It's not bad. Um, so, like I said, for the most part, fans will actually walk down to their seats rather up, um, opposed to the Bradley Center. Um, and yeah, I mean, you can go upstairs. There's going to be concession stands up there. They're in the, um, what is called the Panorama Club. Um, it's it's open to all ticket holders. You can grab some food, drinks, and, and and view an elevated view of the basketball court, basketball courts below. Um, and yeah, it, it's it looks like to be a dope arena. Um, and like I said, it should be opening in the fall. 
let me see what else they're saying here. The Bucks are expected to spend two to three million on some arena art. So um, that'd be a dope opportunity for local artists to come through and and um, show their work. And um, yeah, so ticket season holders got an opportunity to check it out. Um, like I said, Camille was able to do so. I'm um, dope to follow up with her and see what she um, saw yeah. and view. Yeah. Uh, have you ever been to another arena besides the Bucks Arena? Hmm. Good question. No. No, I'm not. What about you, Lassie? I know you. I'm was... not. I'm trying to think. You know. I'm. You know how we like to travel. Um. I don't think so. Um. No. And I've always wanted to go to um, like a basketball game out of state. Yeah. Never happened though. Yeah. yeah the team no. always lose. I've been to the. I guess <laughs> now that I think about it, <laughs> I've been to the United Center um for a concert. Yeah. And um, I if, even if I went to another arena, it was like outside. Like I went to um. What's the one in Seattle where the Seahawks play? I can't think of it. It slipped in my mind. The what's the cable over there? Um, Charter? No, no, no. They have Comcast. No, that's the South. What the fuck is it? Um, it's the internet. It's on the tip of my fucking tongue. It's like an internet website, but I always mix them up. Oh, um, not Escape. No, I'm not about Escape. I know. I don't know. But um, I know. I, I know it is pissing me off because I can't. CenturyLink Field, that's what it is. The internet. Oh, there we go. Mm. That's way off. Um, and then are. I've been outside of to- the Toyota Center before. No, I've been in there before. Um, or no, I w- it wasn't in there. I went for All Star Weekend, but it wasn't in there. It was like a, I think it was somewhere else. But I've been like around, but never really went in. So, interesting question. Um, somebody called. It. Why is my phone not telling me when people calling me? That's annoying. It's been doing this all fucking day. Mm. It's <laughs> <laughs> making me mad because I, I, I was sitting down and I had like 20 missed text messages from them. I'm like, what is going oh, on? Like, and I'm sitting there on my phone. Oh. Hey, hello. Hello. <laughs> Who this? Darnell. Hello, how are you? Oh, this uh Darnell. Oh, hey Darnell, what you doing? Nothing much. Yeah, I said call in, so I so I didn't want to miss it. I know. Thanks for calling in like a player. So um, I guess since we're here, we're talking about in Milwaukee, they're building the new Bucks Arena. Uh, they're almost finished with it. Um, so where you, where you at? Dallas, right? Yes, ma'am. Um, have you ever been to a Mavericks game? Yep, plenty of times. Plenty of times? Okay. How is that arena? Is it a, is it a nice arena or is it how, – how old is that arena? Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. Uh, that, arena, that arena ain't that old. I think it's maybe anywhere from like – Nothing past ten years, mm. maybe not even. So that's interesting because the Bucks Arena is uh, about thirty years old. So they're rebuilding the the new one. Should be open in like September, right? Something like that. Yeah, the fall. Should be ready for the fall season. How about the um, the Dallas Cowboys Arena? Now that uh, Jerry Jones built that arena to the T, and I think that's the uh, AT AT and T Center, right? Uh, yeah, that's yeah, that's really not that old. I think they, I think they made that. Like 2009, 2010. Yeah, so I remember. That, that long ago. I remember they were building there. Yeah. Now, is that a state-of-the-art arena? Like, is that, like, they have, like, Wi-Fi and, like, several monitors and things like that? Oh. Yeah, it, it's kind of top of the line. I, do, I Actually, I do security for that uh, stadium, oh, and uh, it's it's pretty it's pretty it's pretty state of the art. They they got nice uh, seating, <laughs> and then their lounge area is a fly lounge area, and uh, yeah, it has a lot of different things uh, and upgrades. The only bad part was it, it used to be a huge Arlington neighborhood. Then they 
We got rid of everybody, but besides that, I mm. mean, it's a nice stadium. You said Arlington? Arlington, Texas. Yeah, that's why. See, that's why yep. I've been there, and that's why I remember they were building that Joker. How much did it cost to build it? You remember? Or you know? Uh, it was a couple billion. Oh, Jesus. Do you know how much? Oh, go ahead. Because I, I know Jerry Jones put in some money. Yeah. Uh, the city of Arlington put some in, and then. They had to get they, they they had to pull from a lot of places, but they got it. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you know how much the city had to put in by any chance, just to get that kind of idea of how much taxpayer taxpayers oh, had to pay? I can't I can't remember the number, but it was so high that they literally had everybody in Arlington had to vote for it. Wow. That's how high mm-hmm. the budget yeah. was. Mm. Football big. Dang, this um, one really that not that sense. old. Yeah, the Cowboys. Um, yeah, yeah, they just built that Joker. Darnell, do you do you have like a security license or something? Cause you do security everywhere. Bam. You at the script club. You <laughs> the uh, Cowboys arena. You got a security license. Dang. You like doing... I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm well in well in Texas. I'm a level three security guard, and I kind of I kind of left the night the night scene because it, it was a little dangerous. So this is. A little bit more chilling. Still, still has the moments, but less dangerous. So you still do it? Uh, yeah. Oh, you gonna get his tickets just, to the game? Just not, just, just, not, <laughs> just not the night. The night. The night shift. No, to the uh the the Cowboys game or talk to Mark Cuban to get some tickets to the Mavericks game. You gonna get us some tickets? He said, "Talk to Mark Cuban." Thanks. You so nice. <laughs> he said, "Shh." Said, oh, get any, any more questions, y'all? No, I think that's it. Now yeah. we're just curious to see what other arenas. Have you been to other arenas outside of uh, Dallas or Texas? I know you've been to the the Toyota Center, right? Oh, in Houston, no. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I guess. How far is Houston but from I'm, Dallas? But I'm four hours. But but I'm going to Houston uh, next Saturday for an event. Okay. Are you gonna be down there too? You gonna be down there too? Yeah, I'm gonna be down there. All, All right, right bad. We're, we're gonna see we're you. We're gonna see you. I, I know where you're going too. <laughs> we're gonna see you there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real, dead ass. We're gonna see you there. Next you plan? Week. Are you planning? Are you doing any events? What, what you what you gonna do there? What events you doing? Uh, none. Uh, I'm I'm one of them dudes who just come to the town for one thing, then I bounce. So that's what I'm coming for. Are you coming for that event? And you leaving? Okay, well we are gonna see you there. I know what you're it's, there for. That Saturday, right? Yes, sir. All right, All right. dead ass B. Yeah, you stop <laughs> it. Bye, my Andre. All right, well Darnell, we'll see you next All week. Right. We're gonna see you there. You have a good weekend. You too. Bye. Peace. Like them motherfuckers from Milwaukee, crazy. <laughs> uh, yeah, shout out to Darnell. Interesting question. Is it, I like questions like this because you get insight from people that live in different places and you get to really see how fucking small Milwaukee is. Thirty year old arena, wow. Um, yeah. So like it's like we said, hopefully this is something um, that builds up the city and it's really good to see. Like when you're coming up to well, Fond du Lac and then it turns into was it Water not Water Jackson or whatever the fuck mm-hmm. it is, um, and you get to see like the. Um, Jumbotron and just everything just outside, like it's really cute. And I get to see it from work too. So, shout out to Milwaukee. Uh, hopefully, we have some big things in the future. Uh, ask YBO or uh, question of the week. Uh, Loki almost skipped this shit. Aww. No, because I it wasn't nothing there, but I think I have something for you guys. <laughs> so, we transformed to me asking questions again, right? Uh, mm-hmm. I gotta do extra work. All right. <laughs> um, interesting question. I want you guys' insight and I want you to be very honest and no joking. I'm just playing jokes again. Looking back on your previous relationships, name something that, capital letters, you did that may have caused your breakup or divorce, but in this case, breakup. Listeners, well, tune in. We're just going to throw it at you. Um, mm-hmm. My attitude. 
probably I'm spoiled like I'm spoiled, so a lot of people don't really like that. Um, <laughs> yeah, don't like that. I mean, I, I honestly, the last guy I dated, he he spoiled me, so I can't say much about him. Right. But if we think about if if I think about my high school beginning of college relationship, I think it was. I want to say attitude, but that attitude was there in place of things that were going on from him. Like, my attitude see, was based see, off see, him. See, I'm about you. I knew she was going to do that. See, you, okay. you, 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 fine, fine. Some some of those times... <laughs> it, we ain't talking about, about you. Right. Some of those times, it was just my attitude, though. Um, <laughs> I... <laughs> clean it up. Clean <laughs> it up. funny. I got one long nail. I feel like those girls that have, like, broke nails. But anyway... <laughs> Um, no, I would say attitude. Um, and that's something that I'm working on now. Not to say that it's like a huge problem. Like I ain't trying to tell y'all my business. It's not a huge problem in my relationship now, but, um, it's really just learning how to say things and how to, how to react to certain things. Like, even if you do get mad, like you reeling myself back, like, okay, you, you got to chill. You forcing it right now. This ain't a moment to be mad or something like that. Um, not to say that if you mad, you can't be mad, but sometimes I have to tell myself to look at the bigger picture and is it really worth being mad right now over this? You know what I'm saying? Right. So gotcha. my attitude sometimes can be shitty because I'm not used to certain things happening. So I just got to work on that. Reese? Mwanje? Mm. Right, Mwanje? Let's do girl, guy, girl. Right. You tossing it around, motherfucker. Try to ooh, sat there the whole time. I ain't even listening yeah. to shit you said. I, I, I heard everything she said. Her attitude. I'm gonna call her um, my inability, inability uh, to spell. To, uh, to I can spell inability now. Come on now, don't test me. No, uh, my inability ability to um, stand, uh, set firm, or stay firm on my on my uh, principles ground. Um, I was in a relationship. I was like water. I was flowing wherever the flow goes. I was going there instead of building dams and say no. You got to stop right here. So, um, and I think towards the end of the relationship, I started to do that and it was too late. That's when everything's like, okay, you're trying to be assertive now or you're trying to stand your ground now. It's too late. I'm ready. To, I'm done. You know, so um, I think that's it. That's a good question, though. Reese? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what's going on out there? Right. Oh, yeah. I thought you were outside. I was like, dang. The Locust Fest ain't until June 10th. Like, what's I was going like, damn, on? it's a concert outside. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's gonna like Said, I want you back. Yeah, somebody got the boombox outside. <laughs> Thank you. Um, it's a silhouette. Right. I would say the same thing as Lassie. It would probably be oh, attitude. attitude. Yeah. Really? I would have never guessed that. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> and, I, and I guess when I said it's different for me because I don't really know how to explain it because sometimes I guess it could be like you expect things to go a certain way. And I'm so... Shut the fuck up. God. I don't want to say like firm, but I'm very... All right, let's go. Like let's let's get this shit yes. rolling. Yep. Cause that's just mm-hmm. how I, and I think some people not used to that. Um and like just in the past, just dealing with people too. I'm just very I like I I just wanna get the shit rolling and some people just be Boom like, boom bam. Like, let's fix this shit. Like, I don't know, that's just how I am. And sometimes, you know, you can scare off the wrong people and make them up fucking wobble like they got on heels <laughs> and <laughs> Bambi and shit. So I mean, you know. Well, yeah. Shitty attitude, but I mean, but yeah. Yeah, at least we can. I, I would like to call it because my dad used to always say this growing up, and it's something that I'm starting to kind of get over too. When I was a kid, he used to always call it um, my last name, attitude, uh, from my mom's side. 
because she, he claimed my mama and people got certain attitudes. And he's like, mm. I know when you get that attitude, you like to look out the window. Like, you know, you be in the car and you don't get what you want. <laughs> so y'all do the same damn thing. Y'all got attitude. Y'all both look out the window. Y'all can't talk. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so there was a bunch of times where... Like, I have to grab myself, like, get over here. What the mm-hmm. fuck you doing in my mind? Like, that attitude, I could picture my mom having that same attitude. I'm like, see, that's that shit that you linger on to from growing up. And there's certain stuff like that that I got to just whisk away from because it's like, that's not me. So, them, I feel them, you. Them, them booze and the um, the Smiths, boy, watch out. You said booze. <laughs> the booze. The booze. I'm sorry, them booze and them Smiths. You got to watch out, y'all. Watch out. Well, yeah. you, you good. But no. Well, you, you good. <laughs> for now. Oh, God. Oh, he said for now. <laughs> listeners, you never know. Stupid. Say whisk away. Uh-huh. Anyway. So, listeners, let us know. Um, we'll post this in the group. We'd like to get your feedback. Um, don't talk about what somebody else did. Right. Don't talk about her busting your windows. Don't talk about him getting on your nerves and, you know, all the extra shit. It's about, <laughs> exactly. Damn. It's about you. What did you do wrong? Take what we talk about on the radio, Mwanjay. Accountability. Accountability. Oh, I wasn't even there. Okay. Doom, doom, doom. What that mean? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> see, see what happened? Okay, anyway, let's jump into Why what's going on. Why is the screen so big? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's how the slow, I was going to say, that's how the old people phones be looking. Oh, words all my big. dad, his phone. You know how like you look at your phone, the whole paragraph be like this, his paragraph be like one word. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I told you to make it bigger like nigga. Everybody can see your conversation. <laughs> right. <laughs> Words, but anyway, Done. what's going on? What about the shade shit? So I've I, seen that. I was gonna put that. Thank you for saying that. So I saw this video. Um, actually, I saw this tweet from Lil Real. Do you have it? Yeah, I do. Yeah, because I saved it. So go ahead. Because I want, I want. Um, you want to play it? Um, yeah. I want Moanja to hear. It's quite interesting, right? Yeah, I ain't so, um, Lil Real posted. Um, it's a video, kind of of. Uh, it's a Tracy Morgan interview, and it says Tracy Morgan shuts down Tiffany Haddish question questions during interview. And before I play it, Lil Real, or I'll play it after. I'll play this video first. Well, gee, okay. so Sorry. you want? Let's talk about your concerns. How has it been watching Tiffany Haddish blow up? And did you know her? We're not going to go there. No. Why? Because Tiffany's not the only one. This is not Tiffany Child. This is Tracy Morgan. This is the last OG. Okay. So you might as well, if you're going to ask that about Tiffany, ask that about Cedric. And ask that about craft services. Everyone that come to work every day on that show, okay. we're not going to go there. Okay. Right. Let's not go there. Let's talk about craft services. So Lil Real responds to this video He um, that he tweeted. He said, this is one hating ass dude right here. That show would be nothing if Tiffany Haddish wasn't on it. Don't bite the hand that keeps you relevant. Um, and even reading some of the comments, some people were like, um, you know, he's not. Tracy Morgan isn't wrong. Or some people were... You know, agreeing with Lil Rail, and I just wanted to right. I just wanted to get y'all opinions on it, cause to me, I I'm on both sides. I'm I'm really in the middle, but I wanted to get y'all take on it. Wanda, just hearing it. What's your opinion? Right? Oh man, I really I really can't say. Um, I've never seen an episode of The Last OG. Uh, I heard it's a really great show. It's just I've seen maybe a couple. It's really just think of it as a blackish where like you got a Tracy Ellis Ross like right. a, like a she's basically his ex girlfriend ex wife. He went to prison, got out. She got a new dude, and she like she's a part of the show. Like she's a main character basically. Mm, like okay, that. I mean I, I I I know that for the fact, but for for Little Rail's point, um, yeah, that's what, what he was saying. Like uh, you know, he was saying that she carries the show. I can't I can't really speak to that. Uh, but I mean, I can understand that he wants to, you know, focus on the show about him. I can see that. I, I just, unfortunately, I just can't really say if he was throwing shade or not because 
I would need to know the show a little bit more to to agree either agree with Little Rail and say, hey, I, Tiffany Haddish is. Uh, I could say that Tiffany Haddish is new, and the fact that she has a, a big momentum going right now that I think you know, that's what he was trying to say. Yeah, I, I guess you could say to that to that point. Then I could agree with that, but for um like for him yeah, to that's, say that's, that's he basically the what they yeah. asked him. They asked yeah. him, you know, He's, what do you think about her blowing up um recently and. I said I'm in the middle because I get it if, and this is something that I don't know. I haven't seen the show either. I've seen a clip that made me yeah. watch the show, but um, because she plays the mom in the show, which I think is funny as hell. But um, on one hand, I'm like, okay, I could get if he gave her props a couple of times. And, you know, at this point, he like, okay, I gave her props. And, you know, this is my interview type thing. But the reason it came off semi shady is because it's to me, like I just said, it's how you say it. It's a way to handle when you don't want to answer, you know, questions. And it seemed like he was kind of amped up, like this ain't about her, this about me. And if you gonna ask about her, you gotta ask about everybody else. Like, okay, dang, like. And, some, it's, and it's a clip too, so I don't know this what is, part what of the. Say, that's wanna, also true. You know, I don't I know. Say, I want to see somebody post whatever. The yeah, uh, I'm gonna go back and watch because I want to see. Like what happened kind of prior to, and even like if they touched on her already, yeah. like that's right. what I wanted to know. That was my first thought because when he first shared it, I was like, I'm thinking he was talking about the the comment, the the person that was throwing the interview because you know you think like okay, he ain't gonna right. say another comedian, but I watched it, I was like, oh shit, he talked about Tracy Morgan. Yeah. I was like, oh, so then I watched it, I was like, hmm, and I'm with you, Lassie. I kind of think it's both it's both ways because at mm-hmm. first, um, I think the his question was kind of cut off, like. He was really just asking about her blow up. But then I get too, I can see if people like, this is my show and it's about me, period. But he's like, you got to ask it about Cedric, blah, 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 blah. So you want to be inclusive and include everybody into the conversation. But I think generally if it's something where you, it's a, a woman, and not even that that matters, it's a woman who's blowing up in her career, it's become, a, you know, it's the talk of the town. It's, I guess it's general right. conversation, I guess, in this era for what she's doing. Um, I can see him just, you know, it's been great to see that, you know, we also have Cedric on the show, blah, blah, blah. I can see right. him answering it that way too. So it, it's both ways. I can see it's like include everybody, but it's a way to answer it. And I still would like to see the, the rest of the clip. True. Yeah. Um, he, I mean, he came really hard too. So I was like, oh. Yeah, that's why I was like, I mean, he don't even know. Like maybe they was going to ask about Tiffany and then they was going to ask about Cedric or, you know, but. I think because when you have media like that, like media now, and when you got that one person that everybody knows about, Girls Trip and right. she yeah, popping, I, I guess for some people like him, I guess it, it could get annoying. But I think that's a general basis that a lot of questions people may get like, you know, I see, I think Kevin Hart, you know, gave um, an interview about her or whatever. He gave her $300 or something like that when oh, she yeah. was homeless mm-hmm. and things like that. Like people generally answer the answer the question. So I think I was reading comments where people were like, oh, well, you know, you reviving your career. And somebody was like, he's been reviving his career for a while now. Right. And, I you know, people had different comments, which is cool, too. But I just think it, it could go both ways. And, um, yeah, it was interesting to see a little real. Um, um, yeah, blowed it up because like, Tiffany, went off. she retweeted and it said something. I forgot what she said, but I'm gonna look it up. But Mondra, yeah, no, you when you like say for instance on the Breakfast Club, there's like a show that they watch all together and they get like the the B or C level um, um, actor or actress on there, and then they talk about they'll either they'll kind of talk about them for a little bit, and they will go off. How is it working with? Things that's coming to my mind right now in Chicago. How is it working with uh, Lena Waithe? Uh, 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 or how is it working with, you know, X, Y, and Z, this, right. that, and the other? And it's like, okay, you know, what about my backstory? And it's kind of like sometimes you get, they can overshadow because the person that's on the show 
is either getting big or bigger than the person, you know, than the person that's actually being interviewed. So, like I said, I need more information for me to uh, make a decision. I, I guess I'm kind of leading towards the middle if I had to pick a position, but I just need it, more information. I think it goes um, both ways, just generally. Right. Um, I still want to see the whole clip, but I think just generally that's probably what yeah. it is. It made me think of uh, 106 in Park when they had August Alcina on there. Alcina, I don't know how yeah. people pronounce his name. And uh, what's the girl name? Chantel, Chanel, whatever. Her and Bow Wow was hosting. And she asked him about his beef with Trey Songs, And he was like, didn't I tell y'all not to ask me that before I came out here? Mm-hmm. And, you know, she was like, I'm just doing my job. Like, But a lot of times they they they, uh, they prep their, their uh, reps, prep the question, say, don't ask how this right, yeah, question or ask that, that question. Unless you're a level, that, don't mean they, that don't mean people not going uh, push to push trying. the button. Right, but so, you know, oh, go ahead. I want to read a little bit real, too. He had another tweet. He said, I'm so happy I'm part of a new generation of entertainers that support what's right and not afraid of pointing out what's wrong. Also, that doesn't mind showing each other love and support. I'm done with bitter old heads. Done, exclamation mark. And Tiffany responded and said, me too. And it's a whole mm. bunch of people. Me three, me four. <laughs> three. Um, so yeah. I guess for me too, for me seeing that, I guess one of my questions is: I wonder what's or if there's something going on behind the scenes that we don't know about in terms right. of the industry and comedians, and you you see it with music and labels and things like that. And um, if it's something where you know people may feel like oh they hating or you know a little background stuff. Because when I saw him say that, I was like, dang! Like I I really thought he was talking about somebody else prior to me watching, and I was like, damn, he talking about Tracy Morgan. So um, quite interesting. Yeah. yeah, it really does. I was like, whoa. Yeah, let's uh, what's that? Let's talk about um, was it Kanye's album? No, let's not. Yay! I gotta get into the yay. Um, you sounded that sounded like a dry ass like yay, but you were saying like yay like Kanye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I know yeah, it just sounded I, I, dry. Yay album. So, um, it dropped on Friday. Um, you weren't able to get it right away. Normally, I'll check. For, I was gonna check for it by twelve o'clock. Actually, eleven because it, you know um Eastern. Time is twelve there, so it drops at eleven um, central, um, and uh, it wasn't available uh, until later on in the day. I guess he, he was still uh, he hadn't had his album art yet, and he actually did his album art on his cell on uh, iPhone, um, and then he uploaded it. I guess, and then um, he also had this uh, app where you could uh, stream um, a live listening session with him. I think around seven o'clock, uh, seven p.m. Uh, yeah, um, Western time. So that would have been nine. Our time in ten Eastern, mm-hmm. um, in Wyoming. So Wyoming. So um, yeah. I I have to say, um, trash. No, it's actually <laughs> one of trash. the the best albums that I've heard Basura. this year. Honestly, like he talked he talked about his mental health. Um, I mean, even the first song he told him I thought about killing you. Um, and he basically was saying like um, he, he dealing with this bipolar. Um, and he said that being bipolar is a superpower. That's how he, who that's who he is. Um, he talked about the issues with him and his wife going through financial issues, and how she said, "Don't it's going whatever you whatever move he made, it fucked the money up." And she still stayed with him. She was like, "You can leave if you want to," and she was like, "No, I'm still gonna stay with you." Um, seven, um, seven songs just like Daytona, and um, he still that has Daytona. Um, Pusha T's oh. album. Um, Everybody's album yep. is supposed to be seven songs. Yep. So Tiana, he has a yes. Tiana's album Tiana, is coming up. Um, Nas is coming up, and then uh, him and Kid Cudi has an album together too. Waiting for that. Too. And um, the beats, the production, Wait just there's a song called Ghost Town on there with um, Cudi and uh, Willow Smith. <sighs> I, I've single handedly listened to this album about 
I want to say about 10, 11 times already because it's so short. Um, besides all the antics, things like that, um, I would say it's definitely worth a listen. It, it's very short. Um, he, I think he took a shot at Drake. Um, I forgot what line it uh, it was specifically, but um, hands down, I think single-handedly was some great, great, great material. Great material. Um, this is random. Is Wyoming Mountain Time? Is this uh, just the way I picture? I think my it map? is. I think so it is. They probably hour behind. It's random. Anyway, um, oh, you could be hour. Yeah. I listened to it at work, um, just one spin because I was going to leave um, because it was short. And me and my coworker were talking. He was like, "Yeah, I just listened to it." And he was, we were, we had the same thought. I was like, I really didn't get into too many of the words yet. I, I clearly could hear a song or two was dedicated to Kim, mm-hmm. um, him talking about his mental health and um, song about his daughter that he oh, had yeah. Nicki Minaj at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I have to go back to looking, listen for lyrical content. But the production on most of the songs were great, um, which you usually get with Kanye the beats and. Um, different things he adds in there as well too. So that's as much as I have right now. I have to go back and give it another twirl. Um, I spend so much of my time listening to different podcasts. That's usually my thing. So now I'm trying to get back into um, music and listening to different like newer albums and um, like reading books and stuff like that too. So I try to divide my time. Um, Lassie. <laughs> oh, uh, I guess why why are you and I won't say reluctant, you kinda add pretty adamant about not listening to it. Is it because of all the antics and the things that he yeah, said? Uh, yeah. Like I I no. It's enough for me. Um, which could change because Gemini mind, but I like just when it first came out, I'm like, nah, can't even go, Kanye. I, actually, the first, and people are very surprised by this statement. The first Kanye album that I heard in full was Jesus, and I loved Jesus. And I know it's long. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's really long. Yes. That cocaine now. <laughs> right. Lucky. That scoop now. <laughs> and people, people are surprised. They're like, out of all his albums, Jesus is the only one you heard in full. And I'm like, yeah, like, and I love Jesus. Like, I love a lot of songs on Jesus. Um, so... It it do sometimes when it comes to Kanye, I'll be like, I know like his Gemini mind created something fantastic. Um my boyfriend haven't listened to it yet, so I'm waiting to see what he say. And uh, I don't know. Reese just made me want to listen though, because she said the production was really good. Well, but I mean that's something from from what I've heard with Kanye, Kanye especially Kanye. Um, right, and especially too, a lot of the songs that he makes in production he does for everybody else is, is usually really good. So that's really not a shocker to me. Um, but then that's what I usually that kind of gets me going with, with a lot of songs too. Obviously, production and the beat and things like that. And then you kind of really start to tune in too to what they're saying. So right. I really have to go back because I really you know and I'm working too, so I'm really not paying attention. And you know, it was just something for me just to listen to. I got shit, twenty minutes left. So I'm trying to, you know, do something. Damn, is that short? Yeah, it's yeah. like twenty one minutes. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to start a, you know, a new podcast or something. So I was like, I'm gonna get to the car. Mm. So yeah, I, I still have to go back. See, and it's interesting too, like his his antics and things like that. And as I as time goes on, not just him, just a lot of stuff that just happened. You know, people say it all the time, but I really think about how much stuff happens. And I'm not excusing him from anything. This is just a general statement right. mm-hmm. about how much stuff happens. And then we really, I don't want to say we don't care, but it just kind of fades into obscurity a couple of weeks later. And it, it's just a general thought that I had a couple of days ago. Like, damn, remember we was talking about this shit? Like, mm-hmm. think about, for example... T.I. and Tiny, that's just the first thing that came to mind. The shit that happened with them last year and then just certain things that happened over time. Um, it really ain't got nothing to do with Kanye. Just a general thought for me. But kind of going back to him, though, 
I mean, the stuff that he said obviously is inexcusable. Um, although as time goes on, you kind of realize that obviously he has a problem. And, um, right. you know. I'm sorry, that's not funny. <laughs> It's just the way he said it. Yeah, he, he obviously has a problem. And um, you can see where he was trying to go with it, but come on, fam, you got to respect people. But anyway, other than that, um, yeah, I, I'll give it another twirl. Yeah. Maybe tomorrow. Um, so real. Yeah, like I said, at the end, I believe it's yikes. At the end of yikes, he talks about, you know, like I said, by being bipolar. Um, it's a superpower, and um, even the album is is bipolar in itself. You got certain songs that are like towards the end of the album. It's more so, like you said about his daughter, um, like the the Ghost Town song. I really, if you don't want to listen to the entire album, I would recommend. I mean, it's twenty Ghost minutes. Town. If Ghost I'm gonna listen, song. I'm gonna listen to the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I got mixed reviews from what I seen. People, some people really didn't like it. Some people mm-hmm. loved it. So I got a lot of mixed yeah. reviews. So I don't know. I gotta go back and check it out. And yeah. um, and, it, and it makes the album more streamable. I know uh, Stacy was talking about. Yeah. On um on Twitter, he was like, "Why these songs are like two minutes, three minutes long?" And it's, mm-hmm. I like I said, I listened to the album ten times. It's ten streams, um, mm-hmm. or yeah, ten streams for each song. So yeah, I used to see them along. see them tweets where people be like, "If your friends got music on Apple Music or something, just mm-hmm. turn it on, put it on mute at night, and go to sleep." <laughs> right. So so turn up turn up podcast on. Just put on, you heard it already, but you listen go, again. You go to iTunes, title, and type in "One Jimmy and His Beat," and I got four songs on there. Said, go to podcast and type in Young Black and Pink. Do plug themselves. Hey, yeah. listen. I, you plug everything around here. Right. Listen, I got. I already got. I five plugged dollars. up my iPhone. I already got five dollars. I mean, mm. Type in a couple things. So, um, opinion like stream is terrible. Yeah, I wanted uh-huh. to. Um, what's next on here? Story of Adidas. Push tease this. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Oh, what you want to get into? Go ahead. No, that's. I mean, that's fine. I just. Just. Let's, let's talk about the story of Adidas. Um, so we got into it um on our radio show um and we didn't listen to it uh as of yet so we got we took some um some some listens from or some um points and thoughts from our our listeners and viewers on uh, Facebook Live and um after the show we actually got a chance to listen to it and I guess for our first what was your first take or first thought once um you heard it all the way through because I know we played it back to me again and again and um what was your first take your first take though for it's nasty. Picture? Nasty. Yeah, man. Yeah. I feel um, like, what's his name? Kevin on stage, whatever that video oh, was. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The show was hilarious. I feel like that. He's like, you're your father. You're like your dad. <laughs> oh, shoot. Like, it was, and you know, it was interesting. Um, and I know you're talking about my first thought. That was my first thought. But just generally, as, you know, time goes on and you think about it, and, and you know how people would like to break down and go, well, you know, they said stuff that we already know. And, I mean, for me, the baby thing was never confirmed. Um, and it's just like Lassie just said about Tracy Morgan and just generally it's not the way it's not what you say it's the way you say it a lot of times yeah. and that it was just kind of like this nigga said you're hiding a son like it's not mm-hmm. like you're hiding your son like, it's like you're <laughs> right. hi- you are hiding you know when people say you are not your you are hiding a son right. I was like oh, like I'm not here you go right here like it's just, <laughs> right. it made you feel like he punched you in the face too so I mean uh, and kind of going against what or well, not going against going with what I said last week um, I don't think Drake was playing the game at all. I think Pusha T and Kanye, whoever he was with, was very strategic, and they were playing this game because they had this all set up right. I don't think Drake planned this at all. Um, Lassie, did you? I'm I'll be out the loop, y'all. The my the way my training schedule set up, I'll be off working. I'll be drained. I do not. <laughs> I'll be out the loop. Um, so. I mean, we probably won't talk about this again, but I don't know what's going on. I heard, like, when Drake, from what I saw, the response to Drake was he went in. Um, but then when Pusha T 
um, this came out. They was like, nah, Pusha T got him. And I mean, some people, I saw mixed reviews on that too. Because some people was like, you know, he pretty much spilled some tea. Like, like he was TMZ. Like, and it was like, that ain't cool. But, and then some people so said something cool. about, excuse me. One thing I hate when rap beef come up is people saying that things are too personal. And I know we talked about this before as well. Um, and they people were saying that him bringing up Drake's uh, fiance, oh, uh, uh, his friend Forty, yeah, and uh, yeah. bringing up the son thing. They was like, that's personal, but you know, let's not forget that Drake brought up Kid Cudi's mental health. Um, right, True. you know, so it's like I hate hearing it. Some things it do be like, damn, he didn't have to say that, but at the same time, when it's beef, it's beef, like. Yeah, it's very nasty. Double patty this bitch. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Double pickles. <laughs> Don't start. No, but um, I see mixed reviews on both, but for the most part, people are, it's confusing because they like push a T in the, the diss track, but they on Drake's side. I'm like, huh? How'd that work? But anyway, what about you, Wanjay? Um, You know, me and Reese already had this battle. Right. She agrees with what she agrees with. I always say, you know, it's always a game. And I didn't the, agree with that. No, I said I said you agree with what you agree with. Oh, yeah, which is your point, which is you don't think it's a game. A, okay, I, I'm agree with what I say, but anyway, go yeah, ahead. that's what I'm saying. I just said you that. Say, but you agree with with okay. with what you agree with. Okay, I was doing a statement, <laughs> but anyway, go ahead. Um, I got confused. And <laughs> and um, like I said, I think it was a game. I think Drake tackled the beef as he always does. He has the he has the uh, listeners. He knows how to he knows how to go ahead and 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 do what he needs to do, which is part of the game. Um, <laughs> I I think that's part of the game. Sorry, that's definitely today. a game to me today. Go ahead. But um, back to but with uh back with to back. with right back exactly back to back and charged up. He he did that last time with Meek. He did charged up was right. He did that. He did he did um he did charged up and then he did back to back, which kind of messed up Meek's thing but Drake did the same thing here he did Duppy and then he did I'm upset he does it all the time so if that's just a little strategy which one was better Duppy or I'm upset I didn't like I'm upset I didn't even listen to I'm upset so I don't know yeah it interesting I mean basically just talk about somebody just saying like these dudes are coming at me they got all this money on my head and and the money increases every verse Uh, Ah. to me it didn't really do anything but the fact that um, Pusha T came out and talked about his um, alleged Alleged child, um, and the child has a rollout. Adidon, Adidon, if I'm saying that correctly, is supposed to be the the uh, Adidas allegedly. clothing line, allegedly um, clothing line that he's supposed to have. But I think what really um, is upsetting um, to I guess to a lot of people was that um, Drake was dressed up as blackface and on the art cover. And I think um, we look when we first saw it, we were like, "Who's this dude? You know, dressed up, dressed up in blackface." No, I, well, you said you did say it. So when I when we came to the radio station, I was like, "Oh yeah, Drake, uh, resp- oh, not Drake, Pusha T responded with this, and you know, yeah, we'll we'll, we'll listen later." And I'm like, "Oh, well, we can go live and have people tell us what they said until we get a chance to listen." Cool. So before we started, I'm like, "This kind of looked like Drake, though." So and I'm like, "Nah, it's a white dude." <laughs> so <laughs> we, we record and then we go live and in the groove. And I think it was um, Donovan YBO Donnie. Yeah. <laughs> was, Is it okay to have mixed? 
He said, is it okay for mixed people to be blackface? I'm like, what are like, you talking, talking about? about? <laughs> we looked again. You like, looked again. I was he like. Was like he's like, that's Drake. And I'm like, where? And I, and I had to literally do it with the phone. Like, I said, damn, that is Drake. Because <laughs> I did say it, it. At first, it just didn't. It just looked like a white dude because I guess right. I didn't expect it. Right. So right, I was right. like, oh, okay. Well, <laughs> <laughs> what's this? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, and I think because I think Pusha had this rating because if uh, you haven't got an opportunity to listen to Daytona yet. Uh, right. But, um. Uh, uh, Lassie, but on uh, infrared, he said something to the effect of, and I'm paraphrasing here, he said, tap dancing for these crackers. And back in the day, when you were a blackface sambo and all those characters, they were, you know, right. tap dancing and being very big, full lips, red Minstrel lips. Shows. It, yeah, minstrel shows. They were just Which doing. Which is very strategic of uh, yeah. and a part of a game of uh, Pusha T. Yeah. So, and it's just like, it's just crazy. So, I think the reason why this beef is so. Um, profound. profound and just so crazy is that we never seen Drake. We always seen Drake get attacked because of the writing What'd thing. You say but last year? never seen him wobble in his heels. We right. never seen him exactly, <laughs> and his so his character is being attacked. And we never see Drake explain anything, do any interviews or anything like that. And he actually I didn't had to explain that he didn't like Beyonce. I didn't realize that he didn't do interviews because I guess you see him on the internet and things so much. Like he's like always, you know, some people can tuck and hide like Beyonce and you like she don't do interviews. But for him, because he posting and he's out and videos pop up of him at, you know, press conferences or, you know, doing stuff. Like I really didn't realize. I'm like, damn, he sure don't do interviews that I, that I really recall. So And uh, when he does do interviews, he does, uh, he has a show on uh, iTunes called OVO Sound Radio. Right. And he does it on that. So that's where he draws his own the shit. You're, yeah. exactly. So and you yeah, you really see him. He won't be on the Breakfast Club, he won't be on he used to do it back in the day when he was coming right, up. He's on Sway, he was on Funk Max Reflex yeah, and all those Drake stuff. Now. I but he, I, yeah, I'm Drake and I got my own platform. Just common sense, um, so, yeah. But this is the if you haven't got an opportunity, this is what uh Champagne Poppy Paul said on Instagram, which he did it on an iPhone note. And then he posted on Instagram and he says, I know everyone. Instagram story. Instagram story. Um, I know everyone is enjoying the circus, but I want to clarify this image in question. This was not from a clothing brand shoot or my music career. This picture is from 2007, a time in my life where I was an actor and I was working on a project that was about young black actors struggling to get roles, being stereotyped and typecast. The photos represent... Uh, represented how African Americans were wrongfully portrayed in entertainment. Me and my best friend at the time, Mazen Al-Sadig, E-L-S-A-D-I-G, who is also an actor from Sudan, were attempting to use our voice to bring awareness to the issue we dealt with all the time as black actors at auditions. This was to highlight and raise our frustrations with not always getting a fair chance in the industry and to make a point that the struggle for black actors had not much char uh, had not changed much. Uh, Drake speaking on blackface, uh, f- uh, photo circulating. Interesting. Um, yeah, and we never got uh, we never get a detailed response from Drake in regards to that. And um, if you've got an opportunity to listen to Pusha T and go on um, Big Boy and Breakfast Club, he called in again. Uh, he was saying like I never seen Drake even talk about black issues. Right. Um, you might hear a couple verses here and there. Right. Pa- pause real, real quick. Lastly, mm-hmm. you did you hear or read that statement? Yeah. Um. I oh, guess I want to get your thoughts. I didn't. That was my first time hearing it, and um, um, I did see somebody make a joke about his friend, which you know it's funny. I read it, and I don't know if y'all remember when my friend from Sudan called in. Right. That's his name, Mazin. So I was like, damn. Sudan, Right. But um, um, I think that Drake felt like just from hearing that, it seemed like he felt the need to clarify it because. 
obviously that wasn't what he was trying to do, but that's how it's being perceived. And some stuff you can let go. You can let people think what they want to think, but certain things you kind of have to clear the air on. And maybe he felt like this was something that important or that serious to him. I mean, to me, like if it was you, you, I wasn't trying to portray blackface. I was, this is what we were doing. This wasn't a part of the game for me. Right. And, Pusha T, like, I've I seen that he said that comment, too. Drake ain't never talk about black mat, black matters, but neither has he. Oh, yes, what? he has. He's, uh, He's had big a prison on prison reform. reform. And he was um, spearheading the... Uh, uh, but, Hillary yeah, Clinton. he let Kanye say stupid. Well, he can't... I'm not saying he let, because people can't... Everybody grown. But whatever. Um, it's interesting to say that to hear you say that Drake, um, you know, made this little post or whatever, because um, I was going to bring up off topic, on topic... Nicki Minaj taking up for Drake. And everybody was like, but you didn't do this for Meek when him and Drake was beefing. I think that was a little, I, I, I didn't like when people said that because that's a little different. When you're in the thick of it and your boyfriend. That was boyfriend, her boyfriend, though. Her boyfriend, and then that's your, your co-worker, if you will. It's kind of like, how do I... So you think it's, it's easier do? to take Drake's side now because, yeah. you know... It's perfect sense. Put your T's over here and pay yeah. young money. Yeah, absolutely. Let's and somebody and outside and the camp. And don't forget when she had the issue with Remy, they came back, him and Wayne, and made the song. Right. Um, no frogs. No frogs but I think, mean? too, um, because, you know, Meek is her dude or whatever, but Drake is... To me, not only her coworker, you can consider him probably a brother in a sense, the way that yeah, they, I mean, they speak. Yeah. So maybe that's it. I can't really say. Um, but I think you probably would step up for your boyfriend too. But they could have been having issues. And she could have been working. I don't. We don't know. But she could have been working behind the scenes trying to get them together. You know, would that right. be yeah, crazy? Yeah, there's a lot of things we never that's really know. That's um, very true in terms of personal lives. But I, that's on the outside. That's the only thing I could probably think of. But right, and you know, and like I said, I I'm very skeptical of things sometimes. Who knows that beef beef could have been orchestrated somehow, somewhere. Mm, I, I don't know. I mean, that. for you, hey. I mean, if you felt very strong, and I know you went to jail, and you kind of like, I mean, hey. You know, and now you say I might do a song with Drizzy now. It's kind of like you attacked, you know, you attacked his livelihood, if you will, uh, with the whole Quentin Miller thing. And it's just kind of like, now nah, you want to do a song with me? Who know? I don't know. Like I said, or even with this whole beef with Pusha T and Drake, who's to say they all sat down at the table and said, you know what, we didn't came up with this. It's been stories back in time. Some of the biggest beefs were just orchestrated by. Um, not blackface. I hope not. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Not I don't know about face. that. But so I, don't I don't think know. this was in Drake's pamphlet. Yeah, um, so I don't know, but it's yeah. interesting to see Spider versus Scorpion. Um, yeah, well, we'll see what happens. Um, let's talk about uh, the game one final of our uh, NBA finals. Can I just say this? <laughs> so I didn't get to watch the game, but can I just? I think you tweeted this too. I'm like to the shit. point where I'm so tired of seeing Golden State versus freaking Cleveland. Like it's so like it's. I told like I was talking to somebody. I was like, at this point, they should just let each other win every other year. But then I was like, and it wouldn't be fun because there's no competition. But like, it's so irritating. Like, let me ask. you. And so, I like players on both teams, but ugh. so I seen. Uh, I think they said they asked Clay Thompson about it or whatever, yeah. and he's like, "Well, simply put, is the NBA needs to get better. The other teams just need to get better. Then, yeah. do you agree <laughs> with that? Or do you Absolutely. think it's um, too powerful? I guess you can say Golden State because. I mean, in a way, he's not wrong because do these teams deserve to be here? Yes, they play their ass off. LeBron, from this point, like I see somebody was like, the last time LeBron didn't play in the playoffs, his sons was this age. Right. His son was like five, and his oldest son, I think, Bronny. And he like 15, 16 now, 14, 15, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, damn, it's been that long. Um, So to me, 
um, from what I know, I'm on and off with basketball, but from what I've seen, what I've heard, what I've saw um, in regards to the finals is LeBron is going to give it his all. He's going to do what he needs to do to make sure he in the finals. And I feel like I get that same vibe from Golden State, like Steph Curry and Clay and um, what's their name with the bitty beads? Kevin Durant. Uh, Kevin Durant. <laughs> <laughs> what? Shut the fuck up. He need a brush. Beads. Oh my god. He can afford one. He probably got one. Just ain't uh, rolling over well. Well, he needs to find a new barber who who cares, <laughs> who loves him. Wow. Who cares? You ain't shit. I mean, don't they got a team barber? Anyway. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they got a team barber. You know what? I'm just asking. No, but you know, Clay ain't wrong. Like you know, we can all be hungry, or it could be that some of these teams are are just that good. But I mean, y'all a little bit better. You know, some people. <laughs> you know, some people. They they enter the fight with giving it they all, but then they start losing. So they like, fuck it. You know what I mean? Mm. I've seen it. Like I was a sports manager when I was in high school and granted they getting paid to play these sports and it's on a different level, but it don't make it no different. Especially when you got young rookies on teams and things like that. Like, I mean, I don't know. I can't say what I, I can't say what goes through their head, but you can kind of tell when a team get geeked from winning, then they, then they start losing because they got so geeked from, from this win, like we we was we up in this quarter, but y'all ain't playing how y'all was playing in that quarter to keep up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So hmm. mm. it would. I just think it would be interesting to see somebody else. Yeah. Why What you think? Um. Maybe next year. <laughs> maybe next year. No, I I saw that um, so quote from from um Clay, and yeah, it made sense. Yeah, this team's. Hell, he sound like he talked. But you know, I just so I what just, if? What, sorry to cut you off. What if the rest of the NBA like. A lot of teams start doing the whole super team, like. I mean, that's unfortunate. A lot of teams can't do it because they don't have the, the salary I mean, cap to do it. That's fine, that's but what if what if a lot of teams that do have that cap started to do that? I think see? that would shake some shit up. I mean, it's it's happening now. I mean, you see, there yeah, are some. Yeah, I mean, you got you have a. But I'm saying, like next season, you see it a lot, though. Like, do y'all think that'll make a difference? Is that doing too much? Or I mean, you think it needs to get better in that that way, or people, the players individually, and then as a team, need to get better? I mean, part of the, part of the quote unquote game. I mean, you want the best people when you play. When you pick people to be on your team, whether whether it's basketball, kickball, whatever the case may be, you gonna choose the best people before you choose the weakest people. Um, so if you yeah. got to create a super team for your team to you know, get to this playoff point or finals point, then you got to do what you got to do as a what, GM. I mean, at yeah. the end of the day, <laughs> it, that sounds good, but it, it, uh, it's more to it than just that. It's just – I mean, can't I, be, I get what you're saying about the money part. No, no, no. I'm not, I'm not even talking about the money part. I'm, oh. I'm talking about the fact that, let's say, for instance, OKC, um, Steph – not Steph, um, Russell Westbrook, um, Paul George – and Carmelo Anthony. On paper, that's a uh, that's a big three on paper. You said but, who? Paul George, Carmelo, and who? And, and, uh, and Russell Westbrook. Oh, so okay. And then do so hot. And they got to the first round of the playoffs. Yeah, absolutely. But, but they I'm got saying to, if you if but like you said that's a piece of it. But if you're being strategic about it and understanding, because I think somebody kind of broke down. If you look at the roles each of them play, you can just kind of tell that it probably wouldn't mesh together. But if you were strategic right. about it, like I think Miami probably was a team that was a little bit more strategic. Um, I think they lost against the Mavericks that first year or something. Uh, where they had to go back to the drawing board. But this team, I was like, I was geeked about it too. And I'm like, what the fuck going on They had one game I watched that was pretty good. Um, but I don't know. I would – I'm trying to think. 
Because I remember when Chris Paul tried to go to the Lakers with Kobe and the NBA, they approved it, but then they took it back. Like, no. Mm-hmm. So I just find it interesting that after that, it was on and popping. So I don't know. Like I said, for me, the NBA, I just always, I fell off of it after like high school and stuff anyway. And then um, I usually get interested, you know, obviously when the finals come around and things like that, um, playoffs. So um, I don't know anything. Well, I was getting back to the game one. Um, Topic of discussion. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So now we got the same last one oh seven, one oh seven, about four minutes, four minutes, four seconds, four to six seconds left on the clock. And uh, we have um, the Cavs going to um, at the free throw line. Um, it was one oh six to one oh seven. Uh, Hill, I forgot his first name, uh, scored the first George Hill, George Hill scored <laughs> the first basket to make it one oh seven, one oh seven. And he missed the second basket um, to make it one oh nine. To make it 108. And, uh, <laughs> My bad. My bad. I forgot we talked about free throws. Uh-huh. And um, so J.R. Smith, oh, um, your cousin, uh, uh-uh, got the ball. Hey, we need a sponsor now. Come on now. <clears throat> cousin. Um, grab, grab the basketball um, as a rebound, and um, he, took it, he took it back from the top of the key. And LeBron is looking at him saying, like, yo, fam, what you doing? And he's like, I thought we were up. Um, and that, and, um, and that prompted the game to go to overtime in which I believe, uh, Golden State outscored them by 17 points, 17 to one or two, um, and, you know, caused them to win, um, Golden State to win the game and, um, win game two and, um, Cavs to lose, um, the first game. Um, but there's a lot of mistakes. There's a lot of things that happen. Um, of course, the biggest mistake that people are looking at is that J.R. Smith did not put the ball back up or try to draw a foul to get another, you know, to score another uh, two shots um, via uh, via free throw. But they could have called a timeout. Uh, they could have Hill could have Grant Hill uh, George Hill could have um, scored another free throw. You know, it's just a lot of things. But I, you know, I, I'm reading different reports. This particular report I pulled up here is from the Ble- uh, Bleacher Report, and I just don't, I just don't like the narrative that there people are saying that LeBron is taking his team on their back. Yes, he scored over 50 points and still lost. Yes, that happens, but it's not LeBron and Co. It's the Cavs, um, and it's unfortunate because you know the team that he has. People are saying it's a trash team. Yada yada yada. LeBron I mean, wouldn't be where he is without the team, uh, and LeBron says it himself. I mean, and maybe there's something he has to say because he's LeBron, and but. It's not just LeBron, and, and I just don't like the narrative that people get. Like I said, LeBron, LeBron and Cole. Like it's like it's no, like disrespectful. Um, you know what I mean? Who are who I've been I I like on the court what he's doing, and I guess it maybe it was just this game, but I think it was another game that I noticed him too. Uh, Larry Nance Jr. Um, I think yeah. his first name is Larry, but Nance Jr. Um, rebounding and things that he's been doing in terms of helping the team out. And, you know, everybody kind of doing what they can to help. Obviously, um, LeBron's the main uh, person of interest here. Um, But I think, yeah, I I would hate to be on the team. Not hate, but I think it will kind of suck right up in here. Um, (laughs) Agreed. (laughs) To, you know, see people just like, oh, LeBron and them, or he just, the pictures with everybody running out and LeBron face on everybody. But, I mean, that's social media, so you got to get over that shit. But I just generally, you know, I think it is quite unfair because I play basketball and I think that will hurt to be like, y'all, you and David Ruffin and the Temptations. Um, yeah, LeBron and the Cavaliers, huh? Right. So, um, but yeah, I like everybody's playing a role. Um, no, that was Houston. Never mind. A little dude who's shooting three but missing him after the game. Um, but yeah, I just, yeah. I mean, and it's unfortunate because LeBron is such a star player. His, his 
stats stand out higher than mm-hmm. the rest of the team. And it makes sense, but I mean, at the end of the day, when Bossy, it's all said and done, LeBron can't pass the ball to himself. You know what I mean? Yeah, I so. think. I, yeah, I think that's the obvious statement. Right. But I, I could see where people may come. Obviously, you know, we want to put the ball in LeBron's hand, and he's the best player. I think that's what it is. But I think people get so hung up on that fact, and you know, they don't look at the rest of the team, which is unfortunate. So, and you know, it's, I want to say for me, it's an unfair statement, but I can see why people would say that because it's what it is to most people. Is you know, whatever, but. You know, y'all predictions for game two? Who's who's coming out? Who's winning? I didn't watch five. one, so I can't really. You say. know, I think I was. I said, ask me later in terms of the series, um, because obviously we know what Golden State brings. But then because of LeBron and them having a new tribe and team, it was they. I don't think they've ever played together until or against Golden State until um, that last game. So I think it was a really good game. If the games can continuously be like what they were, no fucking yeah. blowouts, this is going to be uh, great. Great series. It was a really about- great. It was a really great game, especially for it to go into overtime and then mm-hmm. the whole fucking charge um it was overturned black yeah. charge and then fucking miss free throw and then jay like it was a, a lot of a yeah. lot of nice build-up i didn't watch overtime because when it gets to certain points i'd be like yeah i know what's gonna happen um <laughs> we need a miracle so yeah 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 i was at uh brownstone watching it and it was oh my gosh it was so loud in there people people that were for golden state and people that were for lebron and um see i got people got me doing it for the calves um mm-hmm. and they were at you and yeah, it, but that's the thing that was for LeBron. They were like LeBron, LeBron, LeBron. They never said the Cavs. Uh, and then of course that didn't help when Jr. messed up and George Hill missed the free throw. But um, I'm excited to see this round a game. Um, I think it's really gonna it's really gonna be dope. And um, yeah, um, all the memes that are going against Jr. Dawson, said, <laughs> I thought we were playing 21. He had to clear the <laughs> he had to clear the ball from the top of the. That's hilarious. Um. Before we jump into um, my weekly revelation, I want to ask you guys about um, what you guys thought about um, Kanye, not Kanye, girl, Kim going to speak to President Trump about prison reform. And then all the help you can get. I, I put it that way. If you're not going to listen to somebody, they're going to listen to somebody else. Um, what's his name? Well, Charlamagne made a good point. Um, he said that we, we forget that you know, Trump is a celebrity and he's celebrity in chief. And he likes to he celebrities can he's celebrities can speak the language that he speak like when it comes to policy and things like that he's not a politician he never held an office um, anywhere um, publicly so for Kim K to get up there and I think um, if you can give me if I'm correct me if I'm wrong she was trying to get a, a grandmother or maybe a great grandmother out Alice of, Walker Alice Walker out of um, jail because of her first drug offense um and she's like 60 or something like that 70 yeah, 62 or she's alice johnson excuse me yeah her main purpose actually because that's what you really heard in the um the news she's going to talk about reform and you're like you know, what the fuck is she doing but her, that was her initial thing to go talk about alice johnson and how to mm-hmm. get her out and i think she had a quote just you know saying well, at least one person at a time that's well, what yeah. she was looking yeah. to do um so and I guess obviously more conversation is going to stem from that. But then people were saying too um, the stuff that Trump was saying in terms of you know drug dealers and whatever, put them in jail, lock them up, give them the death penalty, whatever he was saying. They was like it kind of goes against you know what he was already saying any damn way. So what the fuck are we gonna reform for according mm-hmm. to him? So um, I that's I just feel like I mean in a lot of cases for me as I get older I realize if I don't know some shit if I'm not the person to talk about some shit I'm gonna have somebody with me or bring the person on to kind of tell people about the shit that I may find interesting or that I want people to hear because I don't know the shit I think that's smart to do but I do agree with the fact that we need all the help we can get Um, if that's the language that I was gonna call him a nigga that's the language that uh, he can speak um, 
Speak it to him, sister. Um, but other than that, you know, it, it is what it is. And, you know, I would hope that she brings on other people. And I'm sure I think I've seen her doing whatever she kind of knows in terms of speaking to different people and getting insight in terms of understanding um, things that people of color may go through. And her kids are people of color now. Mm-hmm. And I think, Vasi, I know you was, I think that was you that was kind of not happy about uh, her. I think it was you going at it with the rhyme fest dude and saying certain things about uh, my kids are running this shit or some shit like that and that was uh um the read crystal was kind of going off about that um but yeah it is what it is i mean i don't think she's the ideal person but whatever uh keeps these wheels rolling she got some good ideas well then well yeah i think she was more so just talking about her but you know whatever um let's go into my weekly revelations shout out to that because i need one (laughs) so i was um I started reading again. Um, I got into Jennifer Lewis's book because I bought it. I got like a whole bunch of books. I just don't have time to read. Um, and um, I'm in like the third chapter or something. So she, it's just a little part she had. She was just talking about um, going from St. Louis to New York after she finished undergrad and just kind of, you know, getting into the Broadway, just lifestyle, trying to find a job. And she was talking about... Um, you know, some of the things she did on Broadway and then just one of her random statements, she was like, um, I think I put it in here. She said, um, whatever she was talking about, she said, I smiled a bit thinking how meaningless rejection became after the, as years rolled by. So she was talking about something, how she didn't get a job and she was just hysterical and crying or whatever. And then at this point she's like, what the fuck ever. So I just wanted to ask you guys real simply, um, has there ever been a time where, you know, you were rejected by something and then you look back on it and you'd be like, the fuck that was so stupid um i'm trying to think of a specific time but i think that's my views on rejection now like Mm -hmm. um usually when i get rejected whether it be by a job or a person or whatever the case may be i just be like well it's not meant for me um and some people will be like why do you always say that because i can't be i feel like i can't waste time being upset at the fact that a job turned me down or some guy you know, doesn't like me the way I like him, whatever the case may be. Um, I try not to waste time on rejection. Sometimes I'm not gonna lie. If it's, if it's something that I thought I did good at, and I really thought that it was going to be the turn out the way I would have hoped. Right. Um, I can't say that I don't get a little bit discouraged, but it's not like, it's not to the point where I'm like, I'm not trying nothing else because I don't want to get rejected. Um, I think kind of like what she said, the older you get, you kind of just be like, whatever like yeah she didn't really say that it was just kind of one of them things where she was at a different point and she looked back i think she said um she lost her voice singing something or she embarrassed herself and then somewhere else she didn't get the job and she was like she was just crying just hysterically and she was at this point her telling the story she was mm-hmm. at a whole different sp- spot and she's just like you know i just realized how stupid it was and also to want to mention i was watching um charlamagne on um real time with bill maher and he was just giving his story that we've all heard just about um him working at Taco Bell and just getting fired from different jobs over time and realizing that, you know, you get to certain places, but it's really, you know, to, to tell you that you need to go another direction. Um, so I don't want to, you want to? Oh yeah. I'm, I mean, uh, I think I've mentioned, um, the quote maybe a couple episodes ago, but, um, a rejection is just God's protection and redirection. So, and that's slowly entering in my sphere. Can you say that one more time? I'm sorry. Uh, God's, uh, well, not God's rejection. Rejection is just simply God, uh, God's protection and redirection. Gotcha. Um, simply just meaning that that door is not meant for you to open. That's for somebody else's door. 
um, go. He's gonna he's gonna take you and put you to the right door that you need. Or sometimes it's a window or a little crack. He's gonna take you to where you need to go um, to fulfill your dreams and destinies and goals that he has for you. Um, and that slowly entered my spirit. I think one time I applied for a job or I, I did something and I didn't get it, and I was um, pressed about it. And then I think maybe a couple months or maybe even a year down the line, the job folded. You know, and it just wasn't wasn't meant for me. It wasn't my that wasn't what I needed to do. Um, so yeah. And I think as you get older, you, you kind of realize that, um, that you don't have to be pressed for anything. Whatever's meant for you is meant for you. I think being younger or maybe even at this stage in life, you're just kind of hard pressed on trying to figure out what you want to do with your life. And every time you feel like you want to go somewhere and do something, you feel like you've done everything. You did the interview, you did the phone interview, you did the essay, you did the cover letter, did the resume. And then it's like, oh, we're sorry, moving in a different direction. You get that e- mm-hmm. or you get that email. Right. Not even so in, that's not personal. Said name. We're sorry that you X, Y, and Z. Yeah, yeah, but we're doing X, Y, and Z. You know what I mean? And it's just kind of like, and I, like I said, I have... Um, Anytime I can afford you, like I have tons of emails of just rejection from different companies that I apply for, um, and it's just and it's, it's so unfortunate, but it's like the same wording. We're moving in a different direction at this time. We're going to move forward with another candidate, and it's just like uh, sometimes you get kind of numb to it, but it can be frustrating, especially at this time in life where you're trying to figure out where you want to go and what you're going to do, and you're kind of like, God, where do you want me to go? And um, you just got to enter your spirit that you know whatever's for you, you just got to keep. Working and doing and praying and, and um, surrounding yourself with people to have your back that can uh, support you. And, um, yeah, you'll get to where you need to be. And then when you get older, you can look back and say, like, damn, you know, I shouldn't have been pressed about that. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's, some, that's some good uh, good stuff right there. It's just funny. I was uh, I just gumbo. I just seen that Fantasia uh, gif where she was crying after her song. Mm-hmm. And she was saying it was like when that <laughs> yeah, job she did, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it, it was uh, interesting to me, and y'all gonna hear me talk about this soon. Um, when the whole stuff that happened when we were working at Duncan, yeah, and, um, that was a situation where it, I wasn't really pressed about it, but it was one of those things where it was all I knew at that one point in my life. Even when I was in high school, when I played basketball, and for some reason I knew I didn't really want to do it anymore, but it was just that's what I knew at that time. So it's like, what the fuck am I supposed to right, do? Right. And especially with the Duncan thing, you get that rejection that was just kind of like, yep, it's I'll over. Too. So yeah, and it and it catches you, and then before I even the whole Charlemagne, any of that stuff, um, I had probably the worst three months of my life that I like to say in terms of what the fuck am I supposed to like really be doing right now? And um, it became one of them things where I was like, if I didn't move from that motherfucker, that's, and I hate to say motherfucker ain't God, if I didn't leave that place, um, God was going to push me out. So it was a lesson for yeah. me to really understand that when you get to a certain point, yeah. And God telling you and giving you all the hints like you need to go and you ain't gonna do it. He right. gonna push you. And right. You gonna be like you gonna you know when you jump into the water and you start floundering and you come <laughs> up like oh then with Deion Cole say that's all right mm-hmm. like like it's one of those things where you'd be like I can see what you was trying to do and like I said you'll hear me talk about it later but it was a multitude of things I was like I was floundering mm-hmm. and um, now I look back on it and he'd be like. God, that was really thank you. Like, right, and it's right. and it's crazy just to to look back and and it was just it was a brief statement. Like, it really wasn't a key point to what she was talking about, but um, and, it was oh, something that um I thought was just really interesting that I wanted to ask you guys. So yeah, and sometimes God will will use people and say something so slight and something that you just be like just having a conversation. Like somebody said something to me, um, Friday or third Friday. They said uh she was like, man, I just can't be on the on the phones and. But, you know, one day you'll be off those phones and, you know, that's what you're working towards, right? And this lady, I mean, she 
she works um, uh, at the front desk, and I've seen her a couple of times before. I always say hi to her when I'm leaving sometimes. And she doesn't know my goals. She doesn't know what I want to do. But for some reason, for her to say, like, you're working towards something else, is it, that is, I'm like, that's 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 God body right there. That's God. Yeah, you get those different type of people and things. Mm-hmm. And like you said, little little ticks, and you be like, I, I remember, it's funny, I remember one time I was, when I first started working where I work now, I was in, still working in Madison, mm-hmm. and I was probably there a couple months, and it was like, I never, I don't think I ever seen this lady, and it was a black lady, and, I, and it was funny because I was like, I don't never see black people here. Mm-hmm. So I think I was like in a cafeteria area, and mm-hmm. I was sitting there, and she randomly walked up to me and she was like, where the other girl at? This other chick that used to work with us. I said, she got a new job back in Milwaukee doing, cause she had a master's degree or whatever. And she was like, oh, and then she was just looking at me. No, I think she was still there. She just came, no, she was, she left. And she was like, um, yeah, you go ahead and do whatever you supposed to do. You ain't supposed to be here or something, something, something. Like it was like, when I tell you, I never seen this lady in my life before. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. And she's like, there's something out there better for you. Like you're going to be doing like, it was just random. I'm eating lunch. And I just happened to look up and she just was standing there and was like, oh, what happened to such and such? I was like, she went back to Milwaukee. I think she got some little part-time job doing what she do and she couldn't make it out here all the time. Okay. And she was just talking to me about the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, and then she just paused and it was like, she was looking at me and she sent me this energy. It was like so weird. Mm-hmm. She's like, yeah, you, she's like, you going to be out of here. You, you're going to be all right. You're going to find something better. You're going to be doing what you want to do. And I'm just, and I never, I don't know this lady. So I'm like. Okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, I literally went back upstairs to work. Like, what's going on? What's that? Mm. So, like, I see what you mean. It's like little, little stuff that you think is little, little nuances. Mm-hmm. They really be big things to right. where when you make it to that next step, you look back. So, okay, um, yeah. So that was <laughs> right. the moral of my uh, my revelation. I was just like, dang, it just it takes you back to certain points in your life where. It may hurt at first. It may be a stab at first. It may mm. be how you crying like Fantasia, but you're going to look back and be like Dion Cole and say, that's all right. Um, Let's move on to dating and relationships. So I want to, I, I know it's been circulating the internet. I just wanted you guys just quick opinion on it if you wanted to be quick. Um, It was a tweet and a lot of people were sharing it. And it <laughs> says, the fact that Angela Simmons saved her virginity her whole life just to be a single parent tells you go ahead and just live your li- your best life. Laughing emoji. Is that true? Is she single? Uh, yes. I thought they were, I thought she was. Yeah, so I was watching. Um, I kind of dip on uh, watch a little bit of stuff, and I was watching the grown up hip hop, and mm. she well when it was recorded, she was talking about how she's single and it's done and whatever, whatever, and you know the whole storyline of Romeo trying to slide in. Um, uh, they'll be friends, but you know. But yeah, so she's she's single, and mm. and it was sad, not just sad, but as I get older, I I guess I humanize myself more in a sense because mm-hmm. you get stuck on you're supposed to do this, this, and this, and I could see the, the angle of what she was trying to do that, and she was talking to her her mom like right not um um what's his name Rev Runs wife, but her actual mom, and she was like you know it's just when you're in the public eye it's just so hard because right. you know people got to say stuff about you, and she said I really try like. And, you know, it, it sucks. And her mom, like, shit, you got to do what you got to do. So um, and I guess this segment, you know, some people were just laughing about it. It's not to bash her. I just, I just wanted you guys' opinion on just, just that whole statement and just maybe the, even that situation. Because it's interesting just to see. And then she's like, you know, and I'm a, a reverend's daughter, you know, reverend thing. And people are like, well, why are you? And and I hate no. to see people kind of in the moments, too. You be like, dang, like, you're your life, girl. Like, fuck these people. I don't even know you. Mm-mm-mm. So. Um, I felt kind of bad because knowing that about her a couple years ago, like, I mean, granted, no one, I, I feel like people will always be like, we don't really know that, but eh, whatever. Um, I, it was kind of weird cause you saw her from being, you know, 
from going from I'm not I don't have sex to being pregnant. Then to, to be, she was engaged, right? They were engaged. Yeah, and, and I guess I can agree with that too. That's why I said, as the years go by, I humanize myself more because that was my thought too. Because she was literally on grown up hip hop and she was telling somebody maybe a season or two ago that she was a virgin, some dude that she was going to date and that she wasn't fucking. So then this happens because the people on the show was like, is she pregnant? This is before she had the baby. So it was a part of the storyline. So I think, like you said, at that point, you like, it's not even about being like the, to me, I don't care about you being the, the reverend's daughter and all that stuff. It's just kind of like, it ain't my business, but don't be putting it out there. Like, oh, I'm a virgin, but if you're fucking. Like, that's how it happened, fine. I mean, I'm, I'm with you, sis. High five. <laughs> it was just like, okay. But anyway, go ahead. Right. And um, I actually caught a little bit of the new season of Growing Up Hip Hop, and she seemed kind of like, like you said, she tried. And some, who was that? Was it Romeo? Somebody was like, that guy was no good for her. Mm-hmm. I think it was Master she, P. She I ain't going to everybody. Yeah, Master P said that too. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, dang, even, even Master P old ass from. talking shit. I'm like, damn, he must really he wasn't no good. Old. Yeah, well, he was he like, was yeah, he said it along the lines of, you see where her family come from and his family. True. And, you know, he, she, he didn't seem like he was a hood nigga. A lot of people, I think when, when it was all in the shade room, people was, you know, they shared a comment. Somebody was tagging somebody. Girl, look at, look, look at Sutton. I'm like, oh, hell. <laughs> like, and they showing his mugshots and all Because she was telling Russell Simmons, like, he, you know, how he liked to sit with his little leg. <laughs> and she, you know, so who's this guy? And he was like, you know, she's like, oh, whatever. And, you know, he got a couple issues. And she, she's like, what do you do? What, 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 what? And he's like, what? And I guess drugs or whatever. And he was just like, well, he clean out? Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, yeah. And he was like, oh, okay, well, then cool. So a lot of people did have stuff to say. But she didn't really say why it didn't work. She just, like, it's officially done. Like, yeah. Tried, so. Oh, were you done? Um, I just want to add that sometimes shit happen, and at this point, I hope that she do go on to live her best life. I mean, she ain't got to, now, by live her best life, I don't mean she got to be out here just thotting. Popping it for Right, but, I mean, Angela, if you want to indulge a little bit into Romeo or some she other guy, like, I mean, hey. go right ahead when you're ready. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's what's important, like, even people like, what's her name, Yvonne Orgy from mm-hmm. Insecure. Mm-hmm. She's in. I don't know. How, I don't know how old Angela is. I would assume like her late twenties. But uh, Yvonne is in her what mid thirties, mm-hmm. and um, I think she got a boo too. Yeah, new boyfriend. Mm-hmm. So hey, things happen when they're supposed to happen. So hey, one um, two things. One. Um, women are deplorable. No, no, no. Um, <laughs> Hilarious. Uh, women, I, I would say that along that women that that shamed that that have shamed her for having a you know having a baby when she said that she was trying to be a virgin. Um, they are that are that they are deplorable because you know how hard it is can be to try to keep a status like that and you know all the things that's you going right. on in, in this world mm-hmm. and for her to you know make a mistake if it was a mistake she could have wanted to do it. You know you can't really judge anybody for that. That was that's. People change their minds all the time. And she probably didn't see herself not being with him. You know, yeah, they were engaged. So, I mean, that makes a good... They probably weren't supposed to get married before the baby happened. Who knows? Um, so, one, um, you're right. Women are deplorable if they judge her for that. Uh, also, two, she's a PK, a preacher's kid. So, um, knowing... knowing a real reverend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he is. I was like, well, at first he wasn't. I'm just <laughs> Right. No, at first he wasn't. But, um, yeah, but I think he has a church now, I think. I heard they moved out to California. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but uh, I think yeah, I think he is a real reverend though. I think he's ordained. But um, 
when you are a PK, <laughs> uh, it is <laughs> it is very difficult. PKs are like the celebrity of the celebrities of just that church because a you're you're the pastor's child, so you have to be doing something um, unique in the church, whether you can sing, where you can drum, whatever you can do. People look at you leading at Sunday a certain school. way, leading Sunday school. They look at you at a certain way. So passing out flyers, I can Not passing out flyers, whatever. <laughs> I can Long see uh, exactly. <laughs> I could see uh, how you know difficult that image she had to keep up because that's one thing. Two, she's a celebrity on top of that, a celebrity of a pastor and a PK. So it's it, it very difficult to try to keep up an image that is something that you probably didn't want to have on you in the first place. Um, I know a lot of PKs that you know they are the the nastiest, freakiest people in the church because they have that's to live under this. Here. You yeah. included. I'm not a PK. Um, I, you, it it just uh, just so happened that they have to keep up this image, and you know, and they just get tired. Uh, what's a it's a movie on Netflix called The Preacher's Son. Um, mm-hmm. you know, he liked this girl that seemed coming from a very rough place, and uh, mother wasn't mother wasn't really happy too happy about it. Father was cool, but then come to find out, the mom had a child out of wedlock, and the dad right. took her man. And it, it, and, and that's so. the part that gets me. Like, I get you want to hide it or whatever. Like, I don't give a fuck what you do, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. If you out here fucking, fuck on, you grown. But I just, <laughs> I think the part that, like, I don't, like, I really don't care. Like, when I saw she had a baby, I'm like, oh, she looked cute, pregnant. But I just think, because I guess that's the show, whatever. They build up the storyline, and then, like, she was literally telling the dude, like, oh, yeah. And then, like, at the end of the season, it was like, I heard Angela's pregnant. I'm like, and I'm thinking it's just, you know, storyline, like, gas up. And I'm like, what is going on around here? Like, <laughs> And then, like, I get it. Like, you in the public eye, you want to hide everything. But it's just, like, be you out here in these streets, fam. That's all I'm saying. Like, well, not even in public eye. Like, if they do have a church, you, church people are some of the worst people that That's be my point. I don't, I don't care about that. I'm not right. a church person, so I don't care. I'm just saying generally for me, like, I don't care about none of that. You've been in PK, whatever, because I know the stigma that's behind it. Like you said, some people say they be freaks. I look at everybody as a general person, especially coming up through the church and I'm grown. And I've, I've seen when I was young, the pastor's kids, it was like five of them. And then you finish mm. and a couple of years later, you go back and, oh, you know, such and such had a baby. And I'm like, like what's what I said a little story the other day. Like, she be fucking too. Like, eh, got to get here somehow. So, <laughs> shit, like I, like, I really don't care about that part. It's just, like, it just maybe just the storyline of watching the show and then just generally just how it just rolled out. It was just like, oh, I'm a virgin. Like, just keep it. You ain't got to be in these streets saying that and then it just pop up. Just be you in these streets. Right. And, and and to that point, like, I, I I I totally agree. You should, people shouldn't care. But it's just, it's sad that you go, when you go to church, you, people that wear just even on a basic level, like the clothes that you wear, you might be wearing tight clothes and this, that, and the other. People can deem you for wearing that type of stuff, and it's just like you don't know what you don't know the story. You don't know if they got enough clothes. You don't know what they've been yeah, through. You should be able to come where got. you are. Exactly, you yeah. should be able to come where you are. And those, those traditional churches like that, you know, maybe go sit in the back row. It's like no, yeah, they want to sit in the front. I'm in the front. I, I think for her though, people, people was just using that wow. against her just to say that. Like, right, I right. think so like, too. Oh yeah, right around your dad. What are you doing? Like, right, and I think and because you're in the eye people are just so yeah. I get to see how it, it, it can it be very sucks. annoying so, it was Vanessa married before she had her baby Mm-mm. she had a uh, baby by the Wayne uh, one of the Wayans the sons so Aww. I hope yeah. the cute one she's, she's so cute I don't know I forget which one but she's, <laughs> she's, she's stupid but she's cute though the baby but Aww. yeah she didn't and I, I can't remember if she said she received any but you know Vanessa's very because even when she was on the breakfast club she was very subtle like she didn't really yeah, say I like, much I, I always liked her yeah over. but yeah oh she, not Vanessa what's the other one 
Angela. Angela. Yeah, like she's Angela. very um, she's very subtle, and I know I like Vanessa too. She's about a couple years older than her. Um, but yeah, I was like, shit, whatever, sister, your thing. She cute, momming it out here, doing her thug this. So I just wanted you guys' thoughts on that because I thought it was, um, it was it was just kind of sad, and I hate to see people just say sad shit. It just makes me sad, and especially mm-hmm. talking to her mom. Where her mom like, well, shit, you gotta do what you gotta do, mm-hmm. and right. she just like, yeah, it just sucks. So anyway, um, time for my nine. Let's make this, let's make this short and sweet. Um, let's see. Which one should I go with? La da la da This one's kind of weird. We'll read it next week. Dang, I want to know who our baby daddy is. Who? Vanessa. I, wanna, oh. I just want to see a picture. Um. Jeez, <sighs> you're living his best life. What, 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 All right, so it says. A married couple have been married for 10 years. In the course of that time, the wife gained 150 pounds. Jesus, Lord. The husband was frustrated and tells her to lose weight or he wants a divorce. The woman is comfortable with her weight and feels he should love her unconditionally. Is he wrong or has she become too comfortable in her marriage and the marriage? Um, one check. Was last? What was the uh, last part of the question? Is he wrong or is she wrong? Um, she's wrong. She's wrong. Um, and before I wouldn't have said that, but now I would say she's wrong. When you are in a marriage, there is um things happen. Things happen in a marriage where you know you get you do get a little too comfortable. Um, you know sometimes circumstances happen where. You know, um, you might gain a little weight here and there, 10, 15 pounds, 20 pounds, but 150 pounds, that means you're letting yourself go. Um, And (laughs) with that being said, there is, um, uh, I wouldn't say a clause, but there's an unwritten clause in a marriage where you have to keep up um, what... She said, fuck that clause. Exactly. You have to keep up with... Um, what attracted you all to to get together in the first place? So show me just in the scripture. Show me what page. Um, Deuteronomy nine and four. I mean, it's not. A, it's a book. It's actually a book. I, I, the book y'all shunned me on the Christian ten dating Christian rules. Um, but if, is it in the Lord's? Is it in King James Volume Three, Version sixty nine? Or no? I don't know. I I can look it up. I can. The Lord said, "Come as you." Ah! Nah, fam. No, you got to keep up that image because. You you would want your partner to be attracted to you. You you know what I mean? Like you, but your your partner was attracted to you. At so you don't place. think I look good? I think I look good. So you don't think I look good? No, you don't. You what look you look bus. you look bad. Get him out you look here. bad, and I would want you to say the same thing get him for out me. Here. If I look bad, if I you if I let myself go, big. if I let myself go, you need to. You, as, you said, as, motherfucker, you fat too. No, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, you gotta go. I had to keep my comment in because that would have been our title. Yeah. What? What comment? <laughs> Nothing. Uh, I mean, yeah, you, uh, yeah. So look bad. Sorry. I mean, you saying this now, but in the moment, if she do say, you know, you used to have a four pack and now you got a fly pack, that would cause me to say, "Whoa, my wife is looking at me like I need to step my game." But back what if up. she liked it? If she liked it, it's a different story. But if I if it's coming to a point where mm. to the guy, it's unattractive to him. Baby, you are getting fat. You are big. You about to be on six hundred pound life. I need you to. That's so mean. That's so mean. Right. So say it how on you would say it to her. Baby, you use that are, same energy. Baby, I'm keeping. Uh, you're becoming unattractive to me. I I love you. I love you, but you're not attract. You're not attractive <laughs> to me. 
<laughs> that doesn't mean I'm leaving you, baby. You're leaving me? Oh, my God. No, I'm not leaving you. Call me you, a fat but girl. We he called me a fat bitch. <laughs> you just we, said she's going to be on my 600-pound life. Like, my, but, you know, you're going to, yeah, we need to be, we need, we need you to write. <laughs> I can eat my comfort food, bitch. No, stop it. Huh. Well, she no. turned out she was pregnant. Any different then. Then you mean as a bitch. You say you was terrible. You, uh, but as, as my wife, you should be able to come to me and say, "Baby, what if she didn't know she was pregnant?" She she, that's a lot. You should know. You should know. That's what not. That's not always true. You. We need to have a conversation then. We need to have a conversation. We can have a conversation offline. Yeah, I'm t- I, no, I'm gonna tell you something, but not on the air. But anyway. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um. Sorry. You don't get that. You don't get that. So. I'm on the fence. I know this was going to make a lot to go. I know. So. Go for it. So, I don't think it's as severe as saying that there is an unwritten rule. Yeah, you want to keep yourself up um, for this person. But I, I, not saying it's unrealistic, but I think it's unrealistic to think that within, how many years of marriage? Well, hell, in 10 years, 20, 20 years. 10. Okay. In 10 years of marriage, that weight ain't going to fluctuate. I don't yeah, disagree. Some, some motherfuckers' heads get big. You can't change. I, I, don't I feel like you said you don't. That's what I, I clearly said. Right, but 10, I'm, 5, I'm 10, saying. Pounds, but 150 is a whole human. I had to burp. Excuse me. That you Your comments is so mean. Like, no, it's true. I would want the same thing that said said to me. If I'm, I would want y'all to tell me if I'm if there's something uncomfortable. If I and I, I joke, I joke and say y'all calling me fat. I joke, but if they're getting to a point where it's like it's becoming a, a problem, I would want y'all to let me know. You ain't gonna work out for us. We ain't your wife. I, mean, I understand that, but still, if y'all see me being unhealthy, <laughs> I would want as as my co-host, as my friends at the very level, at the very foundation of our you tell relationship. You about your ass all the time. I mean, that's my you ass. I can't help my one. ass. You can't but your ass, ass would be smaller if you were smaller. <laughs> it's not going to be smaller. Moanjay, I seen your skinny pigs. Your ass was not that My big. ass wasn't the same. It was, it was not. You look like Junior. Oh, my God. Club. No oh, my God. I clearly he did not have a big oh ass. Little booties matter. You said what you were going to give me, a big ass <laughs> wow. and a flat top? <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. I didn't No, I, I, and I, I get what you, I get what you're saying. But I think at the same time, eating them damn Twinkies. That ain't even. At the same time, I think a man has to look at what a woman goes through. Absolutely. Um, you know, if after she didn't have your four kids, you know, and things like that, or maybe she's stressed, maybe she's sick. There are multiple things that can contribute to this severe weight gain. I think it's how you go about it. Um, I don't think either of them is wrong. You want to be attracted to the person that you're with. Right. I think it's all about how he goes about it. I know we've talked about this scenario a couple of times. I think it's how he goes about it. If he if he hit her with what Mwanje said, damn, girl, you finna be on my 600-pound no, life. No, it's like, clearly, clearly a joke. I, I get what you're saying, but I'm saying, like, I'm some, people might, some people might really express things like that mm-hmm. to their spouse like in a disrespectful you know hurtful way like you need to put the fu- you need to put the goddamn chicken down and if it if it, if it is <laughs> if it's to that point where it's around that range cuz i've seen that show a couple times 
And 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 the reason why they're was, that big is because they, people are enabling them. That's true. But what if she was one fifty when y'all met, and now she only three hundred? Only. You're babe. You're about to be. You're half of the six hundred pound life. We need to talk. Okay, yeah, no, yeah, I'm sorry. Threesome, not another you. Right. Exactly. No. More pushing for the cushion. No, I mean, more cushion for much, the cushion. No. I, don't, <laughs> I got two years on well one pussy. The couch. What's the problem? No. I'm good. First of all. Your dick gonna hurt, but all right. I mean, some soft pillows, though. Yuck. You nasty. So <laughs> I mean, I didn't baby lotion. Couch. Couch. Your, Your kids couch. gotta lo- sit on that couch. I didn't fuck the couch. You said, who spilled the baby lotion in You said, I might as well fuck the couch. I mean, if I had to use an analogy, yeah. Now it's but, an analogy. But no, I mean, honestly, at the end of the day, when it's all said and done. Niggas will stick their thing in anything. Mm-hmm. Basically. I don't want to say that, but. Couch dick. Couch dick. <laughs> no, I didn't say <laughs> no. The camera saw me. Can I did not say that. that. Can we call it couch dick. <laughs> no, <laughs> y'all nasty. Y'all disgust me. Um, go ahead. Oh, well, I'm sorry, Lassie. Is that? Is I'm, that your I'm last done. Point? What about you, Reese? What about wrong? you? Him or her? Um, you better not go away. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Do your thing. <clears throat> I think it's how you go about it. <sighs> what? Easy, to be easy. fair, I'm flipping. If I'm talking to my nigga and his mm. head got big, it's over. I'm just <laughs> I'm just hey, shit. You can't help that, though. Better for worse, what? No. But um, <laughs> if I'm talking to my dude or whatever, I'm married and shit like that, and he gained, like, plenty of weight, we're going to have to talk about this. But I think for me, how do we get here, nigga? Like, we, once That's I true. see that, you right. know, us kind of getting up there, ho, 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 where you going? <laughs> Come this way. Like we we need to go to the gym, not to the cabinet. So um, I think it's how you go about it. I think we want to strategically make sure it doesn't happen. I get it. Life happens. Life smacks you in the face. After ten years, you can look up and shit just be different. Um, Going out to eat all the time, right? And I think that's where you need to create the foundation understanding of we need to kind of you know pay attention to little shit. And which as for me, I'm getting old. I'm trying to understand that. But um, yeah, I think for. I don't. I wouldn't want to be that person that sits there and, and my husband's like, I'm not attracted to you anymore. That fucking burns. Yeah. And I would want the honesty. I want the truth. But, you know, sometimes the truth hurts. And um, that's why, for me, I got to say I'm kind of in the middle because um, I don't want somebody to not be attracted to me. And then I wouldn't want to be on the other side looking like at this fat-ass nigga on the couch eating two plates. <laughs> like, nigga, you had Come one. Now the kids can't fucking eat because your fat-ass took two pieces of chicken. Get my goddamn plate! That's okay for her to say that. It's okay. It's okay for her to say that. But then when I say it, it's oh, you're you're sick. You're first of all eating two eating two plates and taking from our children's mouths is different than saying my six hundred pounds. I see. I see how it how it works on this show. I see how it works on this show, baby boy. Get my shake. I see how it works on this show. I see how it works. That's all right. Listen, if you got fat ass nigga, who said it's easy for you to get that shit off of there? Me, but. That it goes to my point. Um, I think you saw it too, uh, Reese. No, uh, the uh, <laughs> Man in Three B. I'm not aware of that on Netflix, where the uh, the woman was getting kind of she was getting bigger, and um, the mm. husband left her. Um, because I guess he found out he did some shit. Some guy moved in, and he was running, and she was trying to start working out herself. And the guy was like, "Hey, you know, if you keep giving me these plates, that these food that you cook, I'll work you out." And Worked her out, lost so X amount of pounds. I forgot how many she lost, and started looking great. Husband came back around and said, "Damn, like I want you back." And she like, "No, I'm with this new nigga." So you know, kind of like, um, why did I get married? Right. Yeah, same thing. So it's just, um, 
you know, just take that extra time and yeah, you know, kind of have that heart to heart. It's gonna probably gonna sting a little bit. Um, but at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, you know, that person loves you at the end of the, uh, at the very base, the basic level, human level, that they still love you, just not looking like you used to look. So, what there you go. I need from you is understanding. Get your fat ass in here. <laughs> Put down the beer. Mm. Anyway, um, Y'all funny. Yeah, well, that's my uh, uh, listeners. Let me know. Let us know what you think about that. Getting fat? Are you getting fag? Fag? Are, Are you? Whoa! Whoa! Wait a minute. Because I was gonna say get, but oh anyway. god! Are you getting fat? Jesus! <laughs> what? It slipped out. There's so much hate speech going just on. So extra. That's why. That I'm like. hate speech going on around here. That abusing opinions of of YBO is no, not of every, every fucking of uh, Reesey. Barry. You said this ain't God. This this ain't um We not in London. This not a cigarette. No, nigga, this ain't what, what Charlemagne said. DJ Amy said, uh, I'm gonna need a clause in there that said if he say something yeah. dumb, no, it's everybody. Smart. <laughs> all for one and one for all. Yeah, let me write this clause down. One man, one mm-hmm. Anyway, Lassie, quote Jeez. of the week. Quote of the week, 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 week. <laughs> um, okay. So it says, I want you I want to encourage you to look at yourself. Each time you feel yourself angry or reacting to anything outside of yourself, go within. Ask yourself what you're reacting to and ask yourself what energy you're bringing to restore balance. Run a tab on yourself. Okay, I like that. Run a tab on that ass. <laughs> I'm looking for a dime. Yeah, top of the line. Wani? Wani. My apartment of the week is going to go to someone that is unfortunately not... I guess if you want to say not too uh, liked in the media. Not everybody's favorite right now. Not everybody's favorite right now, but. The least liked Gemini. um, But I want to use him for this empowerment because he said something in his album that um, I think that people need to hear. And like I said, it's on the second song. Um, Yikes, at the very, very end, he says that my um, bipolar is my superpower. And anybody that has a um, unique, um, unique, I, want, I, want to, I don't want to call it ailment, but a unique, uh, something that's unique to you that a lot of other people may not have, um, whether it be bipolar or some type of mis- mental disorder, I want you to know that um, that doesn't necessarily define you. Um, you can, there are people out here that are dyslexic, that uh, are actors, um, pe- uh, you know, people that are scientists, people that are. Um, just great people that have done some great things in this world, and that doesn't necessarily have to define you. Um, like I said, the person I want to use is Kanye. He has over 21 Grammys. Um, he uses that. 21 Grammy superstar family. And um, he uses that to to his advantage. So, I mean, go go for it. That's go awesome. for it. That doesn't, that doesn't necessarily define who you are. Um, so take that, use that, and uh, learn from it, and figure out how you can make it your superpower. Um and uh, go from there. Because sometimes a lot of people that have certain disabilities are uh, able to do some incredible things in this world. And people compared to people that have that are quote unquote normal, um, because we just take advantage of our normalness. But you all have to go that extra mile, that extra step to um, be successful. And uh, I think a lot of times that that helps out um, in achieving the goals that you have. So um, that's my empowerment of the week. Yeah, shout out to Kanye. Be you, get the help you need, and. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, don't let it define you. Um, thinking thinking about it too. Um, I don't watch Empire like I used to, but um, 
Andre. Andre, Andre mm-hmm. like with his, you know, the way his character's written. If that man wasn't who he was, that company, to my knowledge, would be under right by now. So, um, mm-hmm. so just imagine, you know, you know, imagine Kanye not having that, you know, having his body being suffering from bipolar. Who knows to say what type of music he would put out? He probably could be greater. I don't know, but at this current point I mean, in time, a, we just at this point from what we he, know, right? Exactly. He, this is, is this part of who he is, and he you know, created but, a great album, eight albums in. So. Yeah. So. Be who you are, get the help you need, and um, yeah, all that good stuff. Um, what's this? Seventy-seven. How y'all feel about that one? Pretty good. We talked about some uh, good shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I like about uh us? We be talking about just. I just thought about like a little flash. We just be talking about a whole bunch of different shit in our time frame, and I think that's pretty dope. Um, Facts. Yeah. Uh. What was I gonna say? Oh yeah, I was listening to what was it? Most known unknown, uh, Louisa them podcast. Mm-hmm. It's just funny because I was just I was like listening to. Just, okay, I was, it, it's like you got these. They sound like hood niggas, mm-hmm. and it's just funny like hearing their perspectives on different things. Because and I think that's what's needed. Like you need to have people just talk about certain situations in terms of p- police brutality and things that's kind of going right. on in the world and neighborhood. And I just think it's dope that we have all these people in Milwaukee and all over the world. And I think I paused for a second that day. And I'm like, damn, you got literally everybody from everywhere. Texas, Houston, uh, California, New York, Milwaukee, just creating their own podcast and kind of talking about what's on their mind and their their own opinion. And I just really thought about how the world is just really a lot of fucking opinions. And in a way, it can get pretty sticky. But I think it's really, really dope, especially just hearing different people talk about different things. So... Um, I just wanted to throw that in there. Um, whatever you're doing, whatever you're talking about, you know, keep it going and um, share your thoughts. Uh, episode 77, as always, I am Reese Berry. That's R-E-E-S-E-B-E-R-A. Four Ys, that's Twitter, Tumblr, Snapchat, and Instagram. Lassie. I'm Lassie at Lola Baby, B-O-I-B-E-E on Snapchat. And on Instagram and Twitter at LaCrim Lola. Lani? That's your boy Mwanje. That's M-W-A-N-J-E. Follow me on all social media platforms. That's Moana J. You got it for Leopard. And thank you so much for um, taking the time out listening to us. We appreciate it. Yep. Episode 77. We out. Peace.